You're listening to Miscast Commentary. Hey everybody, welcome to Miscast Commentary, a coming attractions episode. I'm Joe Finley. I'm Todd Tebow, the Sailor Murray. And so much to talk to you guys about oh, this week. Oh, it was week, a crazy man. weekend. It is a lot of stuff going on. First off, right off the bat, Super Bowl. Super Bowl uh, weekend. Yes. Get the farm on yeah. San Francisco. Yesterday uh, was, the as of how, when we're taping this, uh, was when... The Super Bowl happened. What a game! I, I was going for the 49ers. I, I was as well. The, I had a, I had a reason though. Jesus, me too. You never ever don't do that. Uh, <laughs> I'm drinking my beverage of choice. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Pepsi I'll get, Cola. I'll give you that. But um, Crystal Pepsi. But I was really on the fence because I don't give a shit about either team. My team didn't uh, make this. Uh, agreed. Super Bowl. I have no team. But, but so I was like, okay, so I'm gonna pick somebody to root for to make it fun, because uh, I'm gonna watch the game no matter what. So I'm starting to weigh the things, and I'm like, well, Andy Reid never won a Super Bowl. Exactly. He was the coach. At, True fandom right over here. Um, Number one fan. He was. He's the coach of the Chiefs, and he's mm-hmm. been coaching for twenty one years. And he had. And he's never won a Super Bowl. So, so sorry for the guy. Well, he's he's a good coach. Like it's the very guy's making millions of dollars. It's not really. Isn't that good enough? Coaches by coaches by comparison don't make in the millions. Well, some do, but oh, they're making mad cash. But they make money. But the idea. Of somebody that good. It was like when Dan Marino had never won a championship and stuff like that. You're like, the guy's so talented and he doesn't have like the hardware to. to Are you talking about it? the co star of Ace Mature Pet Detective? That's the one. Uh, that's uh, how I know Dan Marino. <laughs> heard of him. Um, but it, it was, it's along those lines, though. Uh, so that was my big thing for over there. I'm not a big Chiefs fan, per se. I think Patrick Mahomes is a great player. Um, aside from that, whatever. I the uh, 49ers had just a couple more things for me. Garoppolo was a former Patriot, right? Uh, so I had that going. I also really liked the idea Janine of Janine Garoppolo. <laughs> Garoppolo, ladies' league. Yeah, she's uh, got a lot to say about her. Period. <laughs> I don't. Sure I don't even. Does. You know what though? I don't every even. Every female player <clears throat> in the female NFL has mm. mics, so you can yeah. hear them the whole time. I. I want to qualify what I just said though, is because that's remember when she was on The Simpsons when Krusty was a stand-up. It was literally the first thing she said. I don't oh, know a lot right. of her comedy, yes, but that's in, true. But in her stand-up yeah. on The Simpsons, she goes, "I got my period today," and it was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> <laughs> and like that was that's why I said that. Uh, that's I had my period uh, today. But anyway, so it was that. Yeah. But I also really liked the idea of the 49ers. Like the 49ers is one of those like real like historic teams in the league yep. and they would if had they won they would have won their sixth title which would have tied the Steelers and the Patriots for the most ever so I was like I kind of like that because you got the team with like Steve Young yep. and Joe Montana I'm like they deserve to have six my boys so I am a Patriots fan but people that people often don't understand why I can like actually say something like oh yeah they deserve that too I'm like, they, they, how could you say that? Yeah, don't you mean what that? What the fuck? They, they, should they, should all, yeah, they should die, and then the Patriots yeah, should get to huge. take their place. That's not how it works. I used to like them back in the day because we used to go to Christina's restaurant. Yeah, I remember. And that. the lady was there. Was like, "What team do you like?" And Her I name was, was just not Forty Niners. So mm-hmm. from that moment on, I've always just gone for the 49ers, even though I could give two shits about. Did you have, have a 49ers, like one of those starter I did, one jackets? of those starter ones, yeah. yeah. So I used the 49ers with my team, yo. I had a Bulls one. and That's right. I ended up. Those are all the fucking rage. What happened to those? Never really. They were good. Yeah, I mean. Kids don't even wear jackets anymore. It's like, it's uncool, oh. I think. They get hermetically sealed, like yeah. vacuum sealed, and then they get mailed to wherever they're going. That's 
my understanding of how that's exactly go. how it works. Cool. Digitally. Mm-hmm. So bottom line, Kansas City wins. So congratulations to Kansas City. Congratulations to Andy Reid. I was happy for him. And cr- congratulations to the fans for seeing all that ass and poon. So much ass and poon. Oh my god. I got. I I had fun with that. Uh, I thought it was amazing. Yeah. Okay, check this out. Dig this. I want to hear what you got to say. So I'm at a Super Bowl party. Oh, a party. I guess there was like four people, five people. Yeah. So I will (laughs) not name names, but okay, so there's guy. But you fucking know. There's guy and there's girl. Okay. Okay. And he's actually switching the genders. They're hosting the party. Uh And so... We're watching the game, yeah. and then the halftime show kicks on, mm-hmm. and girl starts losing her mind because J Lo and Shakira are shaking their asses and blah blah yeah. blah. It slowly, or sorry, very fastly <laughs> degrades into essentially like a domestic dispute, where he was like, "Come on, it's okay, let's just pitch." She's like, "I don't fucking watch this thing. They're shaking their fucking asses." And we're all just looking at each other like, "Oh my god!" And then he's like. <laughs> It's okay, it's okay, it's like just we're just joking, blah blah. And he goes to hug her and she just like full on Sparta kicks him in the chest. And then when she kicked him in the chest, he was like, What the fuck? And then she kicked him a bunch more times, and then he punched her, I don't know where. <laughs> but but his hand is Once it be started getting that awkward, I just was like, look away. Yeah. I was like, I could if I make eye contact with either one of these guy or girl, I'm gonna I will I'll die. <laughs> I will die. That's it's wonderful. like when you're sitting on the toilet, you know, and the the fucking the door's got like a crack in it like this yeah. and somebody, the, you, you make eye contact with someone. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we both know this yeah. just happened. <laughs> There's no You getting, saw me naked shitting. There's no getting out of it. One of us oh, needs yeah. to die now. Oh yeah, exactly. Or both. Yes. But I, it was ideally. so insane. Yeah. For And it, I couldn't believe it. Oh Lord. And I missed the whole fucking thing and I was like, this is the hottest yeah. thing going and I'm missing it. This big stripper Whoa. pole. Well, I'm really sorry that you didn't enjoy my party. But the, uh, <laughs> he was the guy. Uh, he was the guy. Uh, I was hosting, but not you. <laughs> that was like uh, the short form version. Mm-hmm. Uh, li- oh, my God. Little- he couldn't even look at the screen during it, too. He was just like, I can't even look at the TV or else like, I'm a dead man. And I was like, yeah. what? Like, I even looked over to my old lady and was I like, know. what? This is like, bananas. What is happening? Um, little diversion, just because you said domestic dismute, dispute. Did you hear about the... You hear Amber- about when I smacked my wife this weekend? <laughs> no, did you hear about the uh, Amber Heard oh my God, Johnny Depp tape? Oh, my God. So that she be- the- She's beating the shit out of him. Yeah. She- well, they basically the... Um, they played audio from a conversation they had after, like, in the midst of a fight where she basically admitted openly to, like, being violent with him and that he, that she couldn't promise she wouldn't continue to be violent with him. And he, it didn't. How did they get this tape? She recorded it. What? And it got, and like, yeah. So, so she's trying to entrap Johnny and then she admits to everything. Yeah. So, and it's not to say that he's innocent in all of this, right. but she sounds way guilty. Totally insane. Because I, I read the, That's co- my I, girl. Like, I didn't hear the audio, but I read the thing and he's basically like, look, when we get heated, we need to go to our separate corners. And she's like, well, what do you mean? We got to break up for like, like we're not married. And he's like, no. I'm going to oh, go into my yeah, office. Come on, what do you think and he says, is? I'm going to go into my office and de-jellify your brain. You go wherever you want to go chill out. And then we can go back. He's like, I want to be your husband. I want you to be my wife. 
He's like, but, and I want to be a good husband. And if I'm failing at that, I want to learn how to be a good husband. Right. And like, it was basically, it wow, sounded, it's like he knew she was taping. That's him, what so I was going to say. Like, just say the greatest thing. That's what I was going to say. That was like, you remember the owner of the Clippers when he was saying all that racist shit in his, uh, in his girl that I was recording? Yes. I was like, I picture if he knew what he would have said instead. I love that you have that black friend fellow. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Like, it's just like, it's, but yeah, it was, he, he did say it, it had that sound to it to me but like she was just like yeah I'm, i can't promise i'm not gonna hit you at all that and then he's like and then he talked about it. he's like if we can't calm this down and figure this out then we need to break up or we need to do something yeah, like, I was like he was being you so, knew i was violent when we got married that was you said it. you loved it that was it now it like, started a whole hashtag like justice for johnny i cannot promise i need to hear this tape not right yeah. now but yeah soon i don't i don't know if you can actually hear the audio but i just saw like i read the quote from the audio like that people heard in court or whatever because it's during the defamation lawsuit okay so johnny obviously knows right there's that matrix out there hot to crazy Mm. yeah she's smoking hot this is what you have to do okay this is what you have to put up with okay Mm -hmm. if you want to bang that piece of hot gristle meat you know what i'm saying you want to stab some of that shit then you gotta pay the price yeah and that's getting punched out sometimes i remember being very, I don't remember how young, double digit age, but not teen. I there was some girl who like at, just openly attacked me. It's probably in the lobby. Probably my sister. Building. No, it wasn't. Was but, it me wearing a wig? Yes, it was that. <laughs> no, there was. It was this other girl. She went to school with. I I don't even think I ever learned her name. And she just like, and she was bigger than me. She was like basically your Everybody size. Everybody was bigger than you. No, I know, but well, she was basically your size though. Yeah. So she was like, like for height. She probably had that, a crush right? on you. She just didn't that, know how to show yeah. it, you know. But like, I mean, she went full on, and I had to like do that thing that is only done like in fifties movies, where you kind of grab a hold of her and like. Get all of yourself. Get all of yourself. I, everything in me was saying, hit this woman. Hit this like, and I don't call her a girl. I call her a woman because she was anyone who any woman who's bigger than me is a woman. And I don't I don't care if I was nine or whatever. And I just got a hold, and I'm like, yeah. And then she just like stormed out, and I was like, I think I feel like that was the last time I ever saw her. Ever again. It's very good of you to just completely leave the frame. Our mascot's here. Leia has come to visit. Give me some of that breath, girl. Mm. (laughs) Goose kisses. Smells exactly like Joe's genitals. I know, weird. And peanut butter for some reason. You All right, come with me. let's actually do a show instead. You, you can put her down. Me. Oh man, dude, so this is on video. Out. Put her the fuck down. This is now this dog's dude. video. You get out. Don't deny our love, Jesus you monster. Christ. Yeah, well, you're not the one who has to edit this shit when you do oh. this. You better not edit. You, you little cutie. Get off. <laughs> get out of here. All right, so back to the Super Bowl, though. Yeah, that was my dog. And so right. now, because we live in stupid Canada, yeah, we didn't even get to see like the the puppy bowl, uh, the kitten bowl, the bud bowl. Okay, so to our American, well, the, the those aren't on that channel, anyways. They have nothing to do with the Super Bowl. Uh, they're the main reason. Yeah, but they're on a different channel. They don't. The have. money <laughs> that they get from the puppy and kitten bowl they pays for the Super Bowl, but they don't get any of that money because it's a different channel. You think because you live in TV land that I don't know what's up? I'm about to explain literally everything to you. Good. I was All literally, right. I was literally thinking this. <laughs> as we don't get the awesome commercials. Yeah. You'll, you'll break it down. But I was thinking so, the whole time I was like, you have to tell me what the yeah. fuck is going on here. So I'll give the background to any of our American listeners, Canadian listeners, are probably 
at least semi-aware of what's going on here. Uh, the so this is an example. He's not a listener of this show though, so that's fair as well. What? I don't listen to anything. <laughs> I don't have ears. <laughs> I put these headphones on so you can't see my weird That's holes. That's right. Um, so my weird head holes. So, anyways, what we do in Canada, not by my decision, is um, <laughs> it's a sim sub thing. So basically, when an American channel is airing the exact same show as a Canadian channel, the Canadian channel like goes over top of that. Completely. So you don't see any of the American commercials. You just see the Canadian stuff. Uh, it's a basic, it's like a CRTC, Canadian Radio, tele, uh, Television and Telecommunications uh, thing, council. And um, it's there. it was basically their decision. It's like so Canadian content and the Canadian commercials and stuff don't get superseded by people just going to the American oh network. Oh, my God. So, well, it's, I get it. And, and when it comes to, like, the Super Bowl... If you had the American and the Canadian option, nobody's taking the Canadian option because the American commercials. Take the night off. Right. Yeah, pretty much. Take the fucking night off. But they're sitting there. But they're like, we paid all this money for the Super Bowl to have the rights to the Super Bowl. We want people to watch it on our network so we can. Well, why why don't they pay for some good commercials then? Well, give us something. Well, you don't pay for commercials. Commercials pay you, and those commercials aren't paying the Canadians. Where's Murdoch Mysteries now? Right. Yeah, Uh, it was probably there. Probably, yeah. yeah, it was it was on during break too. Yeah, but the uh, but the whole idea is so what happened was last year they had opened that up and That's they allowed the American and the well the and well here's where we're at though so because I, I can tell you I've actually been seeing the news bits on this I actually get them in my email at work. Oh, of course. So uh, what happened was so that had opened up so we had the access to that and guess what happened everybody went to the American commercials nobody's watching the <laughs> Canadian like it dropped dramatically. <laughs> Good. There's some people who don't know any better some people who are like watching over the air whatever whatever but it was like yeah it was just any basically anybody who knew it was an option took the U.S. It's like. You know, yeah. you're like a really pr- protective, jealous lover. Yeah. And they're like, you won't let me hang out with my friends, my mm-hmm. cool American friends. Like, yeah. You know what? You want to hang out with your friends? Okay, then go. Go. I'll allow it. And the moment you turn and actually go, I'm like, oh my God, no, 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 no. And yeah. then I slam the door and I lock it double. So that basically has, so basically everybody went crying back to the CRTC and said, no, you can't do this. You can't do this. And it was a big fight and they got it back. So what you Canadian guys got content. to watch are some pretty badass commercials, some pretty cool trailers <laughs> and all that. Guess. And what we got to watch were CTV promos for Austin Night. So for American TV shows, funny enough, like Austin 911 and uh That's almost well, Austin 316, yo. Yeah. Don't trust anybody except yeah. the first responders. That's right. But the uh but yeah, so anyways, that's basically the idea of that. So you get a few some slip through. Yeah, well, uh, speaking but, of that handsome Rob Lowe. Yeah, not look bad. Look at this guy. Oh, thank you. I just know, look at how cleaned up you are. Yeah, right? Wow. Mm. Look at that handsome mug. Smooth. I just noticed when I looked over, I was like, wow. Nobody lets me to ki- lets oh, me kiss their genitals when I've got stubbles. <laughs> You're in. And I mean nobody. I'm not just talking nobody. like this is a thing with my wife. I'm, to- I'm to- uh, trolling not the bus station. Me. No. He's like, you're scratchy down there, bro. Yep. He's not even that old, desperate, homeless man begging for sex. He's like, not you, anybody but you. My penis doesn't work, and it works even less when it's got (laughs) when it's got no stubble on. Stubble on. (laughs) Mine's an innie. (laughs) So, 
all that. Did you see any of the, like manage to see any of the commercials online? Or I like no, I just on the way here remembered and mm-hmm. I saw the Mr. Peanut with Wesley Snipes. He I was really good in that commercial. I didn't see that one. I I heard they were like they had. He looks much, like he's doing well. Yeah, I heard they got well because I think he they're going to pay his taxes and stuff. Um, you you get to be in an Oscar nominated movie like coming out back from all that nonsense. I think you're probably doing all right for yourself. The idea though, um, I guess that idea got like tamped down a bit after uh, Kobe died because they uh, were so originally there was a big helicopter was, scene. Well, there was supposed to. Be, well, no, it was basically so he died in a previous commercial or whatever. And then it was supposed to be some giant funeral. And they're like, yeah, maybe we don't make light of the whole funeral thing when like, he's barely in the ground. They still did it though. Yeah, they did it, but it was supposed to be a much Mr. Kool-Aid's tear. Yeah. He hits the ground like a tree, like that's great. But I actually Uh, didn't see that one. I'm looking forward to seeing it. So I saw a handful. I saw the uh, Bill Murray groundhog day one. I did not see that one. That was a good one. So basically did you see the one where it (laughs) was just, Little snippets of all the Marvel shows. Man, yes. I was like, whoa. It was just enough. And it was like that Wanda versus that WandaVision one just looks cooler. Yes, and it cooler does. I every agree. time I see it. Yep. Uh, but, and then also the Falcon and Winter Soldier one to see him like practicing with the shield and like you're only getting yeah, shots. Like you got nothing, but I'm, oh, like, I liked oh, I'm it so though. looking forward to it. Oh, yeah. It was the, a good deal. I saw Loki too. I was like, yeah. ooh, yeah. I think the, I, oh, I'm looking forward to all of them. I'm really, really looking forward to I it. I didn't know that Moon Knight was a bad guy. I'm really interested to see that oh, one. Oh, I didn't know that either. Yeah. I, I still, there were rumors that they were trying to get Keanu for Moon Knight. Nice. So that would be really interesting. They should. Oh. Mm-hmm. But there was that. And then there was a really good one with um, Ellen DeGeneres and uh, Portia de Rossi. And it was an Amazon Alexa commercial. And she was like, oh, imagine what, what, like, what did we do before Alexa? And it shows like Victorian times. And this girl goes, Alexa, make it two degrees colder in here. And it's just a woman standing by the fire. And she just picks up a log. Yeah. And she just picks up one of the logs and just chucks it out the window. And then uh, the one guy goes, hey, Al. Play my favorite song. And the guy puts up a jug and goes, I love that song. Then he goes, Hey Al, next, next song or whatever. He was like, So it was like, it was like them using Alexa, but with like different versions all through times. It was pretty cool. Like the Amish Uh, version. Yeah. Um, Oh, sorry. Yeah. So the, the Groundhog Day one, basically Groundhog Day is back. They got a lot of people. Uh, Stephen Tobolowski, like the mayor there, he was back. Um, or no, he, he wasn't the mayor of that, but he's in it. Um, Brian Doyle Murray was in it. And the idea is he notices, so after all these times of reliving, he notices there's a Jeep to the side, and he's like, oh, that's different. And then he, like, steals the groundhog and goes on all these, like, adventures everywhere with the Jeep through the snow and all that. And the idea of the... the um, tagline of the commercial was like every day is different with jeep or whatever so mm. it was so i thought it was actually a really That's strange that bill murray did a commercial throw enough money at something. oh yeah i guess right but Shit, uh, i can't wait to see the new ghostbusters yeah and then uh who else like what else was going on uh the uh smart park was really good it was um uh chris evans oh i saw that commercial yes. chris evans rachel dratch and john krasinski just Power Boston. Wasn't it was strange that he needed a robot's assistance to drive forward into a parking space? It was a tight parking space. Was the idea and the fact that it would be hard to get out of your car because he's so tall and he's monstrous. Well, well, because you'd be so stuck between the two cars because the one was way over the line. I so think he that can the park car, the car and unpark it. It should have been a uh, for gas cars. Mm-hmm. And it was like a Tesla. Yeah. And when he goes to automatically park it, he goes and stands in front, and the car runs the three of them over, killing them. Yeah. 
And then uh, it says, go with gas. There you go. Nature's way. Yeah, exactly. Fossil fuels. We wouldn't be able to find it in the ground if we didn't need it for cars. <laughs> exactly. But um, what else, too? There was a Jimmy Fallon, John Cena one where uh, John Cena was helping like Jimmy Fallon train. John Cena's something. all the rage right now. Yeah. Uh, which I wanted to talk more about John Cena in a little bit. I do He's as well. On my list. Okay, good. We'll uh, go and, back to him then. Yeah, we're gonna go back to him. Seems like um, a good one. Just get there right now. Yeah. He's, he just said his name. There was no, no, no. His we have things. There's a whole. There's a bunch <laughs> of shit. And then there's um, there was a remake. Well, it was a remake of The Shining, with uh, it was a Mountain Dew commercial, and it was uh, Brian Cranston as. Uh, um, Jack Nicholson and Tracy Ellis Ross from Blackish as like the Shelley Duvall right. of it. And the idea was it's just as good as the original. So he's going up there and then like she he's like explaining how delicious this drink is instead of like the instead <laughs> right. of like I'm not gonna hurt you, I'm just gonna kill you or whatever it was, right? And he goes in and he busts it open and he's like, Here's Mountain Dew and he sticks it through and she's like, I am kinda thirsty. And then it shows the elevator open up and Mountain Dew comes through the elevator. <laughs> oh, so you don't want to see that one. That it was actually good. good like it wasn't listed as one of the higher <laughs> rated like funny commercials, but I thought it was good. There were a bunch of other ones. I just like I didn't get through all of them yet just because I I actually had like a life to lead today. I which, still I really enjoyed that Tide Pod one from last year. Still Tide Pod. That was see they did a Tide thing again this year, and I found it very disappointing. It was um, well, I mean, how could you top that one? I well, mean, shit. But it was Charlie Day, which I oh, thought instantly yes, was, was going like, to be. Yeah, when's later? Bro. And then oh, it just yeah. kept going, and I'm like, stop it. Like I understand what they were trying for. It did not work though. Um, so yeah, so I think that's Super Bowl. Uh, halftime show, I thoroughly enjoyed. Loved it. Uh, it was a lot of energy. I don't mind, I, I, I minded at the beginning. I'm like, why are they picking like these acts and stuff? I'm like, they don't seem very NFL to me and all that. Well, no, going all the way back, like even like when Bruno Mars and it was that. I'm like, I don't know, they don't, but I'm like, this, the halftime show's for everybody, so whatever. As long as you put on a good show. I mean, for my money, Prince was still the best show. Absolutely the best. Like, he just, Prince was the, did he get Metallica or some rocking? Yeah. Well, the, see, I feel like he, they are more polarizing. More people will just go, fuck this. Well, no, because they're going to be deep sell too. So, like, if it was, like, Jason Aldean, the voice of a nation. Yeah. Maybe them. Yeah. it's. I think they need need people who are going to appeal to the largest number of people. Well, because there's so many people watching. That's why. They're always going to have, like, the Britneys or the J-Lo's or the... Yeah. But... Ed Sheeran's mm going to do an all-acoustic Super Bowl halftime next year. That'd be amazing. Oh How, my god! And and literally just a teeny tiny little platform that he's standing on with a single like yeah. light on him, and he's just sitting there. <laughs> There's Jack Johnson. I've been waiting, standing, wishing. <laughs> yeah, waiting but in line. Wouldn't that be for oh, the even better? Bathroom at the Super Bowl. It's all those same. It's just all those same guys all lined up. So it's like him, Ed Sheeran, Jason Mraz, and it just the light comes on one of them. He plays like ten seconds of his song, and it just goes to the other guy, and then you realize, oh, it's not pretty much the same song, isn't it? But they, uh, and the other one of them would be mad that the other was just suddenly stealing the spotlight, but they're just f- such fucking pussies that yeah. like, it'll never happen. I'm not going to bring it up. I'll let my security <laughs> deal with this. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, I thoroughly enjoyed them, but uh, I really liked um, Jayla with all the pole work. I thought I'm, she worked her ass off on that one, too. Like, they was, she was really singing, which was obvious. Was she? Yeah, Jayla oh, was. They were all lipping. No, she, um, it looked like uh, Shakira was. J- J-Lo's really uh, riding but, a high note, too, because that Hustlers movie is actually supposed mm-hmm. to be really good. Yeah, and that's why she was doing all that pole stuff, because she just learned, learned about Learned it, that's what I thought. I was like, uh, got the, they got the pole out. But And then they got, I liked, it. 
not that it was too subtle, but uh, the uh, li- the Latin children in cages moment. Oh, I didn't see it. Oh, so basically, it comes out to this wide shot, and then it's all these like young kids, all all Latino kids. Oh, like all the kids and, at the border. And then there's these like lit cage things that a bunch of them are sitting in. I'm like, I see what you're doing. And then one girl starts singing "Born in the USA," and it was cool. And I was like, Oh, neat. And she's singing with J Lo. I'm like, What a cool experience. And then I find out it's J Lo's daughter. It's her daughter. And I was like, Oh shit. So, so there is a video mm. of the national anthem happening. Mm-hmm. And Donald Trump is yeah. pretending like he is conducting an orchestra. So it's not okay for Colin Kaepernick to disrespect the flag, yeah. but it's okay for douchebag president number one to do it. Yeah. But, of course, well, that's the, well, he's all about that kind of shit. But he's, he'll say, I was I was conducting the orchestra. Yeah. I'm the best conductor of yeah, all time. Yeah, yeah, uh, So that's all so, good. So conductor, if you don't know, they make music and they also ride trains. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and the best thing too is Melania and, and, and the Sun were... were, yeah. were yeah. And oh. he's like... Because he's like, he, this because he is... You know, and I don't, I don't want to use this word, but I don't have a better way of saying it to like put the sting on it that's required. He's functionally retarded. Yes, yes, he, yes. He congratulated Kansas City for their great win and for bringing the uh, and for bringing the uh, win or the trophy back to uh, to Kansas. Kansas City's in Missouri. <laughs> but um, so, but but why would you? But why would you want your president to know what state you're in? <laughs> not interested you i want him to go so badly now to move That's to so fucking amazing. kansas and missouri and just oh, be like well whoopsie doodle but the that halftime show aside oh and then also because it was funny when they finally got together and started like jiggling their asses i'm like ah, oh, here's what i've been waiting for this is I what this is what was promised to me when i believe they said, that their asses didn't just fly off into yeah. the crowd Imagine somebody, yeah, gee, those yeah. Ass, i pictured what just a cheek well you know um was it last year or whatever when all of the uh drones were in the sky and like we're doing like the light show thing right. i thought they were going to be drones in the sky and then look like jiggling ass cheeks <laughs> but uh <laughs> just you know just no, a they thought should have had everybody year. in the stands that has one square yeah. with you know the butt painted so then the whole audience lifts it up but one half of the audience yeah. is shakira's ass and the other half and then is if they all do exactly. this so the, oh, exactly that would have been amazing just undulating ass cheeks yeah. And then when uh, J-Lo uh, vagina knee slid thrusted. Oh, yeah. They were showing their vages off hard. She, like, did that knee slide at the camera. Right into and I the was, camera. If I was wearing 3D glasses, I would have came. But <laughs> 3D. Yeah. Well, that's always 3D. Well, how do I know? It hits my eyes constantly. And everybody oh, else that's around. We need to get a 3D camera here for what this. What the fuck? I just did it. Here. 3D, put your 3D glasses on. Have a sip of water. <laughs> uh, 3D podcast. Oh my God, we just did it. We well, just we just broke we into the new up. market. That's exciting. But we've got actually, we're breaking into a new market in another way, which we'll announce very, very, very shortly. Uh, but I want to talk about somebody who wants to do next year's halftime show. It's Is a it very specific, no, it's a very specific duo Wait. of musicians. Okay, don't, oh, let me guess. Is All this right. real? This is real. It's a duo. Based on their Twitter account. LMFAO. No. No, that's, I, it's not a bad guess, I guess. Right but said Fred. Wild Stallions. Oh my God. Bill and Ted want to do the the halftime show. I'm sure it was just a publicity, whatever. But well, I bet you write that of, song then. I bet, yeah. <laughs> like, oh shit. That would be out of this world though. Imagine they're staying their whole audience doing the. Yeah. The symbol of universal peace. Oh my god. Shut up over there. I know. I didn't even Shut hit the thing. I hit down there. I don't give a fuck. 
Sí. Ooh, ooh. Splashes. <laughs> Splashes. Um, other trailers worth noting, too. None. Um, the F9 trailer was released this Fe- week. Oh, and Cena is, Fast. he's saying he's not the villain. But he is. I think he's a bad guy. Well, no, the, the trailer flat out showed he was the villain. It said villain, and, and there's Cena. But to develop Fast and Furious into a bigger soap opera than ever, who is John Cena? Dom's brother. Rock. No, he's Dom's brother. He's Vin, Dom. Di- Vin Diesel. Ludacris? Vin, Jesus oh. Christ. Vin Diesel. <laughs> then he was Ludacris's brother. No. So yeah, no, he's Vin Diesel's brother. And he's oh like, and he's like, he's, God. he's like, you've done everything to be as fast as him and as smart as, and it was like that kind of <laughs> like thing. We've never heard of him before. He's yeah. never mentioned him. He constantly <laughs> is in contact with his sister. So like you <laughs> would, yeah. but that's, that's exactly it. But how do they end the trailer? Somebody walks into the room and he's like, nice little hideout you got here. It's Han who died in, well, to confuse oh. everything up, he died in Tokyo Drift, but then was back for four, five, and six. And then it was like, yeah, I'm going to Tokyo. And then because I to- got to do more cause, drifting. No, because Tokyo Drift takes place after six, like in the timeline of it. Oh, all. Lord. Because, See ya. <laughs> well, well, basically what happened was they wanted, because they were, they didn't want to pigeonhole themselves into being, oh, these are the only people we can follow now. So they're like, oh, this takes place in the future. This takes place in like 2015. And then everything, and then it's like, so then if we want to come back to these guys, we can just continue that story Fast on. and the Furious 9. So Han, who was killed in part three, then lived through four, five, and six, and then disappeared for 12 disappeared. And well, that hasn't been around is now back. Now it's a question of it's, it's one of two things, which is very soap opera. And he's younger. Is it, no. Is it his twin brother? Who's here to get like thing Maybe or he is it him Cena's. or is it him back from the dead? Yeah. Like it's, that you know what? A- no, there's going to be so many <laughs> fucking scenes of Vinji's being like, you're my brother. We were family. family. This is my family now. You this know what is I mean? like, oh, everything's got to be about family. Can I make a hot take? You're my family. If I didn't lose a single pound, but just got a little taller, I'd look exactly like Vin Diesel. Yeah, I thought, I thought you were Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel, Vin Diesel like, cause like I hear people like, what a hunk and whatever. I'm like, he's not even in shape. Oh my God. Like, he's, he's hilarious. And you know, there's going to be those yeah. speeches. You were my brother. I looked up to you. He is the biggest ego why on the planet. That's why the rock doesn't uh, want to do nothing with yeah. him. Yeah. I know. He's like, fuck this loser. He'll be, but they'll be back for part. Part ten is the final one. Part ten, and it's then if all we planned want, out. Yeah. Now. And if we want to talk about way too many movies. Oh wait, wait a second. We we got to go to John Cena. Or is he still? Well, later? this was. Oh, you. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought that you were thinking the same thing as me. You got more John Cena. Yeah. Okay. Let's hear about more John. So Cena. John Cena is in, uh, the Suicide Squad. Yes. And James Gunn has just come out and said Jimmy G. Jimmy G has just come out and said that like John Cena is like the best like improv actor he's ever worked with. Really? Yes. That's interesting. It's, it's something along those lines. He said, he's a great actor. He's super versatile. And he said, he's like the best improver. Oh, that's interesting. I'm down with that. Yeah. I like John Cena. Like as, as a dude, like I, I haven't, literally he was a brand new wrestler when I stopped watching right. wrestling. So, I mean, I don't have any, I it, like he was, yeah, he had just kind of come out of the thugonomics kind of like, he was just like in there. Jesus Christ. And it's a 3d. <laughs> I get it. Um, except for the people listening to the podcast where you're being way too goddamn visual. 40. Yeah. Uh, so get a TV then. <laughs> yeah. Cheap well, bastards. 
Scott's computer. Hey, <laughs> it's fine. Get a monitor. Um, so yeah, so we're talking about Fast Nine, Fast Ten, oh, so many. Well, um, for Mission Impossible, the next two Mission Impossibles, seven and eight. Yeah, <laughs> Kittredge, who was the boss from the very first Mission Impossible, is back. No way. Yeah, Henry Cerny, who plays. Uh, Plays Agent Kittredge, who's the one you remember at the beginning. He's like, I understand you're very upset. You've not, you've never seen me very upset, Kittredge. And he gum on the glass and explodes. Oh, yes, all that yes, stuff. I do remember. So him. he yeah. is, uh, yeah. So he is back. I don't know where he fits in. What are they going to do? Guy. Like, I don't know, but it's. I like the a little bit of a coming around thing because it's not like they killed him off or it's anything. It's sort of right? like what they just did with Bond. It's weird how the two mm-hmm. the same two things are going down. Oh, they yeah. did a Bond preview with a little bit more. Yeah. Looks cool. Yeah. It's, it's a more, Bond movie, though. More about the fact that he was dead, and, but not dead. Yeah. And then now there's another 007. And I don't know. I like Bond. I, like it, I love Bond. James Bond movies. It's just I watched them. And I like most of the... Uh, I, like, I liked a lot of uh, Daniel Craig's ones. They I were do. really good, except for Quantum of Solace. I didn't like that one. Quantum of Solace was just kind of... Uh, but it was also coming out, out of a hard spot, though. Like, it was... It came out of... Like, Casino Royale set such a cool... That's a cool movie. Thing. That being said, though, Quantum of Solace has one of my favorite scenes when he's sitting there. Um, it's at that opera thing, and he's sitting there, and he's got like the headpiece where like all of the people from Quantum are all right, like talking, and then he's and then he busts in, and they all start getting up and walking away. And he's like taking pictures of all of them. I was like, ah, that's pretty cool. That's some cool spy <laughs> shit. Uh, some spy shit. Uh, interesting news about Birds of Prey. Um, mm-hmm. the, uh, director whose name I forget, I forget her name currently, but she reached out to the director of John Wick to help direct the action scenes for Birds of Prey. Oh, so. So, cause they wanted that style and stuff like that. So they started kind of consulting with him and apparently he came out to set and helped out. And, no way. Yeah. Like so, the stunt director guy. No, the, the director. Of John Wick. Of John Wick. Oh, neat. So, I'm like, that's a cool story. He's like, you know what? Yeah. I got nothing going on for the next yeah. oh, fuck, I'll come down. What the hell? I wonder if they would give you some cha-ching or if you oh, just sure do it as like a credit. I'm sure he meant Not a credit, but I mean yeah. credit backstage with like, like, this guy's cool. Yeah. I'm willing to bet there's probably some kind of scale pay for him to show up. But like, I'm sure he didn't take like a director's salary. Right. No, no, no. Because he's just yeah. coming and maybe he was a consultant. He'll mm-hmm. be in the... Yeah. Let's see. What did yeah. they have it? Like, thank God you showed up because yeah. if not, uh, Margot Robbie was going to be our stunt coordinator. Yeah. Well, the only thing that I didn't like about it is because, like, you know, people are they're trying to get female directors involved. Well, some people are trying to get female directors involved and stuff like that. And then it's like one big one that you're here, like a pretty like high end one that you're hearing about, and it's like, yeah, they had to go get a man to go get the action, <laughs> and it's like, and I was like, that kind of bummed me out uh, because I mean, like, you know, at Patty, least Patty they, Jenkins isn't dealing with. This well, at least they weren't. Like it, we can't bring him in because yeah. he's a man. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. See, at least women are smarter than men. They'll actually yeah. go get a man to help. Yeah. Well, no. I'll, I'll say when a jar enough, needs open. Yeah. Enough. Uh, <laughs> enough. Enough men have asked women for help in that. Like all, all the best movies back in the day were like edited by women. Like I think Godfather was edited by a woman. That's Jaws. true. Yeah. Um, they say that editing makes the film. You got it. Uh, I agree with that. I do too. Yeah. And, and well, it's it's all the pieces because obviously the cinematography and all that has to be down. The acting's got to be down. The editing, of course, yeah. has to be down. The music and all well, that the movie's going to be, gonna be like, four days long and it won't make any sense. But it's but it's just crazy to me that any one of those things being just off, it's not, not even and like I'm not even saying bad. I'm just saying 
off. Yeah. If it's just a little off, the whole thing's garbage. Yep. So, I mean, it's it. that's why, like, when you're saying, oh, man, there's not that many good movies, it's hard to make a good movie, really. Especially, okay, go do it. I'll wait. Okay, let's get the money. We'll no, make it together. No, you have to just, you're on your way right now. Oh, you well, said great, you go. said that you could make a good here, here movie. Imagine this. Oh, my God. <laughs> Next on Entertainment Tonight. <laughs> it literally pops up on my screen. <laughs> right, like, that was walk fast. <laughs> Shit. Um... And then speaking of the female directors, I guess, uh, why do you do that right now? I'm going to play microphone? Jesus. You're doing in, all my uh, least favorite things in this and podcast. Take my pants off. <laughs> I'm going to star in Mel Gibson's Jesus yeah. sequel. Nice. Yeah. It's called The Resurrection. Mm-hmm. The real passion of the Christ. Yep. It's when he gets his dink out. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> and it's the shape of a cross. The so you can only get Gibraltar. you can only get the tip in because the rest like wow. the you know it's you like get rough. I guess it's like Kylo Ren's go sword. sideways and yeah, you don't have to do it like this way. Go that way. You gotta go like like what like this like X Men. Well, I, ah, I don't like any. My what I would do is I would go wall anchor. I'd fold the other two pieces up, <laughs> stick it all in, and then let it spread. <laughs> Deal with that image, <laughs> world. Well, so like a like a kite that's made yeah. out of a vagina. I know, and uh, but pussy yeah. popsicle. <laughs> Speaking of pussy popsicles, Star Wars took place in Hoth. Um, <laughs> they spoke to Kathleen Kennedy. They were doing an interview <laughs> with her, and she said that absolutely future Star Wars movies will have female directors. I read that as well. Uh, that today, is, I think. Yeah, and I think that like the I mean they broke that plane very briefly in uh, Mandalorian where Bryce Dallas Howard directed an episode and uh, a good episode too for that matter. And so Oh, nice. Yeah. That's I wouldn't mind seeing face. her get it. I wouldn't mind seeing like seeing her get a shot. And it's actually right after that too and I was thinking about Bryce Dallas Howard. I read an article uh from it was an interview with Howard um Ron Howard, sorry, I was going to say Howard Stern. Howard Ron. Yeah, no, but it was an interview with Ron Howard. Uh, and he talking about uh, he spoke to George Lucas prior to uh, jumping on to Solo. And he was just saying, like, how you have to deal with Star Wars fans. I and literally he, read the same thing today. Oh, good. Yeah. So, yeah, ba- the basic idea, and this is kind of, and I totally get this because, like, this is without saying that Star Wars fans are fucking toxic Pretty and all much. that stuff. He's just like, you have to listen to them, but you have to make your own movie. Yeah. And that's the end. And apparently he, he likes it when they get, get out there with the ideas and do different yeah. things and mix it up. and Good. And I'm glad. And it's like, I wish he would have been a little bit more supportive going into this trilogy. All right. Because like and that because well, hey they're doing something different and cool like but he's just like he was still kind of sad he lost his baby and he's just he sold like, his own baby and then felt bad about it afterwards. Yeah, well that's the thing you get the seller's remorse baby. Yeah. But um yeah so there's that um what else we got uh, we're talking about uh, Joaquin Phoenix made a uh, speech about diversity and that at the Baftas when he won for best actor uh, I. I don't know what's going on with him. Like he always, he's always weird though. He's always weird, but I, I'd never know if he's doing something like earnestly or if he's doing something to get attention. Like this, this screams to me just as much as when he was like acting up on Letterman with the beard. I was going to say that right there is what makes you question this. Yeah. Because he did that whole period where he's just weird and like, I'm quitting acting. And he did that stupid Mm -hmm. movie with Casey Affleck. And yeah. now it's like, do you believe him? Yeah. You know what I mean? Or is this just a thing? And the problem of the whole thing too, is that like he's, and then he's just going off and it, like, if it's in earnest, good for him. Like that he's 
trying to right. use his platform to, and that's great. And I support that, but I, it's just because he's so off and he's, and he's not talking about any one thing. The first time he was talking about like the, the environment, he's like, Hey, you got to stop, uh, you know, everybody flying their private planes yeah. and blah, blah, blah. And then this time was about diversity and he was right. And he was like, and he was like, I'm ashamed to say I'm part of the problem and all this stuff. He said good things. So I'm like, I'm not disputing any of that. Right. It's just that, and he's not wrong, but it's just, but is I it, don't. Is it just too on the nose for this type of yeah. like social climate? I think our question will be answered if the next, if at the Oscars he wins and he says something completely different about something Suckers. else. Suckers. No, if no, but I'm saying like he's I'm just gonna talk about something completely oh, different. Yeah, now. the natives. And then yeah, well, like, maybe he you can like care about more than one thing. What if he goes yeah. there in front of a camera he's only gonna talk about one thing? No, issue? but I feel no, but I feel like it just feels more like he's trolling right. if he's doing that, where he's like he's doing the thing, like he's like parodying what other people are doing almost. Like when they come up and talk about stuff. So he's just going up. And I found it funny too because Ricky Gervais even said he's like, Don't say any of your political yeah. shit when you come and then he did. Yeah, exactly. Which I was well, like, he wasn't what? the only well, everybody did. Don't get him wrong. Oh Don't get God, us wrong. These fucking stars, eh? Yeah. Every now and then they take their heads out of their fucking asses and yeah. look around and then well, you gotta hear uh, their opinion yeah. with their own shit breath coming at you. <laughs> I'll give a lot of them credit. A lot of them actually do like a shit ton of charity Jane, that we couldn't uh, possibly do. Jane Fonda. Fonda. And she and brought he was arrested in. at Jane Fonda's thing too. Yeah. Well, it was interesting too because I was I heard a story specifically from uh, Paul Shear about because he got arrested at one of those uh, things as well. He deserves to be arrested. There you go. He's a miscreant. <laughs> yes. Uh, ever since he joined that fantasy football league, it got all weird. But uh, no, the. Uh, he, so he got arrested for the thing, and then somebody had asked on his podcast what, that, like, how he dealt with that because he was th- like they were thinking about doing the same thing. It's like, well, first off, make no mistake, you're being arrested. It's not like fantasy arrested. You're still going to jail. Yeah, for half you're, an hour. N- no, he was there for like several hours, and like he was, <laughs> like, but. I, Right. Like, it's like you didn't commit a violent crime or something like that. He has yeah. to pay a fine. He has to, like, he, he has a record now. And what was, but what was it for? What were those protests? It's about? a, um, I think they were energy based. I think they, they were, right. they were like great. It was like Green New Deal stuff that they were fighting for or whatever. Uh, but, but the point is, and I, and I think it's the interesting point too, is when you're an actor, you can do that shit because you get in trouble. And nobody's looking at your criminal record and going, oh, you got arrested for civil disobedience and blah, 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 blah. It was like, guess what? A McDonald's won't hire you if you've got, even if it's a civil disobedience. It's like, oh, you've got a record? You can't come here. Well, you better sell off those awards. Right, exactly. you're not working at McDonald's. That's right. No, but that's what I'm saying is because you're an actor, like you're an actor, you're basically free of that. That's That's true, right. Like that's basically free jail. Like it's like whatever. It's like when you watch uh, comedians in cars getting coffee and like Seinfeld speeding around around he gets pulled over by the cops and he's laughing he's yeah. like i don't give a fuck yeah got, oh, has he gotten pulled like, over on the show oh yeah he got pulled over with uh chris rock and chris rock was like if you weren't here i'd literally be scared <laughs> and then he was sitting there and That's he's like, like the perfect thing to have is a chris rock uh, and make all these jokes eh? yeah and it was just and it was so good but yeah he gets pulled over and he gets uh and yeah, and just no problem. And then it's like, that's rich guys, man. He's like, well, what else am I going to spend my money on? I'll just, I'll just drive too fast. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. What does he care? I'll drive as fast as I want. I feel like Seinfeld would be a good driver. He is a good driver. Yeah. Everybody on the show always says he's such a good driver. And he, because he owns, he's got like a, a not quite a Porsches. He's got like, not a Leno amount of cars, but a lot of cars. He's got a lot of Porsches. Yeah. 
I remember somebody asked him how many cars he had, and he said an amount where if I told you, you would know it was too many. <laughs> smart answer, smarty. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about next week. Stop leaning out of frame. I can't help it. Just sit up straight. No. Like, you're just literally like, so this is a great podcast today. Like, what is this? What is this? The posture podcast? Well, it is if you need to be on, if we're doing it on video as well. Jesus Christ. Oh, but, uh, God. never had to yell at you so many times. You've literally done your best of, of like horrible tropes, except I did the, I'm doing mine See? of the mic. Right? I can't, I yeah. with the classics. You can take all the bullshit ones. <laughs> <laughs> I do the ones that paid the bills. That's right. Uh, but let's talk about next week's movie. Next week's oh movie God. is one of no, no. We did, we what a movie. I think yeah. it's the one you're gonna no, because we we've already done that movie. You're thinking Little Monsters. No, no. Oh no, we are talking about Rowdy Roddy Piper. Okay, I was okay. You're thinking the right one. Hell comes to Frogtown. Oh my God! What a treat! What, what a, a treat! Great you will movie. Have. A movie that I was introduced to when this gift, when this was given to me as a birthday gift from the man sitting next to me, and we watched it that night, and our lives were forever changed. I very much forgot it. Yeah, and it did not disappoint me. Oh no. my God! What an amazing movie! Everything we could have hoped for in this movie. I want to own it myself. Yeah. I need to find it because it's mm. like, oh my! I need to find all that dude's movies. Yeah. All of his lizard turtle. Oh, you want the Maximo T Bird yes. movies? Yes. yes. We got to hunt them. We'll hunt those down. We'll see if we can do that. Something I've been wanting to do with you. I don't know how. I, I have no idea how to do the logistics of this, but I want, like, if maybe when you, if you're back on the boat or at some point or whatever, we have to have time off together, though. I want to do 24 hours of straight podcast. <laughs> I'll get that. It's a podcast-a-thon. It's a podcast-a-thon where we'll stream the entire thing, <laughs> but then we will do. We will just keep recording episode after episode after episode after episode, and then people will just see us descend into madness <laughs> and be able to we hear it. We did the three-banger one night. We did the three-banger, and if anybody who hasn't seen that, uh, uh, our behind-the-scenes of that, you can go check that out on our YouTube page. 24 it hours. Is, it's, we should do it for charity or something. That'd be fun. I yeah. That would be a really interesting thing to do. We can we'll figure we'll try and figure that out, but we got to figure out a, a time when we can actually do 20, 24 hours and not ruin our lives. Oh my god! That's yes. the hard part right now. Uh, well, my but, life's been ruined for years. Well, I apologize for that. The it's moment I started doing this podcast from you, it was ruined. Yeah, I know. And seeing as like I brought this upon you, then you know it's my fault. Yeah. Uh, but let's Agreed. let's think about a happier time, a time when hell comes to Frogtown. <laughs> was a part of this podcast. Oh, Let us God. take a listen. Reflect for a moment on the art of cinema. Think of a motion picture like The Last Emperor and the nine Academy Awards it so richly deserved. Consider the profound emotional experience of a truly great film. Then... Forget it, sweetheart. Yes, better blow it out your exhaust pipe, cinema lover, because here comes fun with hair on it. Oh, that's disgusting. You're going to see the biggest piece of shattering entertainment that ever molested your sensibilities. That sounds great. 
Want a plot? Here it is. It's the end of the 20th century, and mankind has blown its wad. <laughs> the fate of humanity rests in the groin of one man. Their leader, Commander Toady, has kidnapped some pilgrims who wandered into their territory. We're gonna get them out, and then you're gonna get them pregnant. Yes, if you want a brilliant film, you can go right to... We're going to Frogtown. Hell comes to Frogtown. <laughs> Starring wrestling superstar, Rowdy Roddy Piper. <laughs> Move over, Mr. Mel Gibson and Mr. Robert De Niro. Here comes acting talent and sensitivity like you've never seen. You are one weird dude. And speaking of talent, Turn green, Ms. Meryl Streep. Here's Sandal Bergman, the exquisite star of Red Sonia and Conan the Barbarian. Hell comes to Frogtown. A story of mutant sex and people like you and me. It's hot. It's wet. And it's bad. It's Hell comes to Frogtown. That is the best trailer I've ever seen I, in my life. I agree with you. We will post that trailer amazing. online for you guys to see. That is the most honest trailer I've ever heard. Oh, no, it's still oh. going. No, fuck off. Oh, we could have something cool at the end. It was an Elvira Mistress of the Dark no. trailer started auto-playing. Uh, but, yeah. Oh, my God, that trailer was fucking awesome. That was what we're that seeing. That almost killed me. That's wonderful. That is just wonderful. Uh, so <laughs> tune in for that. But speaking of tune in, we've got an interesting announcement for you guys. We talked about it a long time ago, and it felt like it kind of fizzled away, but it didn't. Our Patreon is still ready to rock and roll, and we have for you many episodes in the can already. We are doing yes. our Game of Thrones commentary show, which will be our Patreon uh, like extra release. What the fuck are you doing? I was gonna do Game of Thrones, but I was like, oh, "Wow, I can't, I can't pull the G off." I was also gonna say that's like just the th the picture you take when you show the hand jobs you give. But um, my hand is stuck in that shape now. It's just a permanent claw. <laughs> it gets the job done. Yeah, it's fine. You just kind of mush stuff in there and then just <laughs> shake it around. It'll be great. And then, um, but yeah, so the the whole thing is we it has a title officially it is going to be called binge watchers on the wall and it has a theme listen to it here this is the journey of one man who knows way too much about game of thrones and one man who has never seen it this cast commentary presents binge watchers on the wall the Game of Thrones podcast. Now here are your hosts, Joe Finley and Todd Murray. And that's us, because we're still doing that one too. So we will get basically the miscast commentary treatment for every single episode of Game awesome. of Thrones. I have seen all of the Game of Thrones. Todd has seen none of the Game of Thrones well, until we record them. That's right. So once we, when we record the episode, that is literally the first time he's ever laying eyes on it. He knows none of the spoilers. It is, it has been a wonderful experience to see you experience these things for the first time and all these good things. So that will be on our Patreon starting February 16th. We are going to then have a delay and then we are going to release it to the public. Sweet. You know what? So I'm going to see if I, 
I got I gotta have a story ready. You got a story? Just slap on there. Yeah. We gotta we are gonna sort out some of those other things. There's gonna be little bonuses that are gonna be uh, around along the way. Uh, most of what we have in our Patreon are surrounding the podcast, though of early access. You can get early access to this episode uh, to uh, the binge watchers on the wall. Uh, that will come out later, probably about I think we're doing about two months later. Uh, we'll be releasing those, which means you'll be about eight episodes behind if you wait for the public, or you can get them all right away by getting our Patreon. Uh, you can then also get access to some of our merchandise. You can get access to us personally. Uh, you can actually, if you go to our highest thing, you can actually pick one of our movies and come on the show and talk to us oh, about it. fuck yeah. So lots of great things, and that is officially starting February 16th. You can go to our Patreon website and see what's going on. Uh, February 16th, we will do that. I will release... Uh, this Sunday, I'm going to release the first 10 minutes Ooh. of the, of the first episode for everybody to hear. I thought it was a good idea playing the music too. It was a good little Thank teaser. Thank you. Tease That's you. how Give I roll. Taste. They give it a little something. Uh, but yeah, we'll play the first, we'll play the first 10 minutes of the first episode. Uh, so you can all bask in that. I want to finish today with a story. Oh, yeah, story time. Yeah. Uh, we... <laughs> it's going to be a good story. I've been through some, st I've been through some stuff this week. Uh, I'll start with... I am taking my kids to Disney, which I have announced on this show previously. We've, uh, we've got a plan set. Uh, we're going in March uh, into April. So if you're there around that time and you see big fat bald dude, come up and say hi, and we'll, I'll take pictures with you because I'm famous like that. <laughs> of course uh, you are. So... Hey, you, you look like you're getting I, sunburnt. I hope what? that somebody actually does, and it's not you. Oh, Dude, my God. It's Joe from Miscast Commentary. Oh, my God. The guy's like, who the fuck are we you talking about? I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, speaking of which. Um, and it's uh, actually was, Donald Pleasance. Yeah, Paula Abdul mistook uh, Nicole Scherzinger for Shakira at the Super Bowl yesterday. and So that was a fun little. Oh, she's tidbit. like as old as the hills now. I know. She that's what's going yeah. on. <laughs> <Yes>. But uh, <laughs> that was that was Paula. Just that's my perfect Paula impression. Paula. Ooh. Some awfully loud going on outside. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. So anyway, well, yeah, it's there. So I'm yeah, it's over there. We're here but and here. My so anyways, my plans for Disney for the kids were was to surprise them. The idea was we we're going to stay at a hotel the night before, but we actually had to cross the border to do it. We were gonna fly out of Buffalo. And then I started thinking, oh God. So the idea was we'd wake them up the morning of who they thought they would be going to be going on some shopping trip. They hate going on shopping trips. So we were going to like, oh, there's some big sale thing and it's going to be like this new release thing and we want to get it right away, blah, blah, blah. And th thankfully when it's about shopping and stuff, you can be super vague because they don't want any of the details anyways. So then it starts to occur to me, how do I get across the border without saying out loud that we're going to Disney because right. I can't lie. So nobody's well, ever lied going across the border. Well, that's for sure. Well, no, but I shouldn't, I, mean, I, I don't want to lie. Right. right. And it's like, because it becomes that thing. If they just do a random check and all of a sudden we've got tons of luggage in the back, they're like, Oh, what the fuck's this? I always keep luggage, luggage, tons of luggage yeah. in the back. I always, yeah, I always keep 20 days worth of clothes there. You never know what's going to happen, but the, and my and all my passports and Nexus and everything else, but the uh, so that was the plan. 
But then I'm like, okay, so how do I get across the border? I called border security. I called the U.S. Customs and Border Security, and I asked. I'm like, what the hell do I do in this situation? I'm like, has it maybe come up or something like that? And the guy, he's like, oh, God. That's a tough one. He's like, it really depends on the person. He's like, I can't guarantee they're not going to make you say everything and whatever. So I'm like, I'm just trying to do the most legal thing here. I'm trying not to lie to anybody, but not say anything to my kids. And everybody was suggesting, oh, put headphones on them or something. Let them like watch their tablets. No, because every time I go across the border with the kids, first thing they're told to do is take, like if they're wearing headphones, take them out. Because they will ask them a question. Are you kidnapped? Yeah, exactly. So, which they uh, apparently Sweet they always dad. are to me. I get searched all the time. Yeah. It's just me and one of the kids. <laughs> I've, I've had my car like x-rayed and shit, which is pretty cool. But I do have, I got a tip for those of you who are crossing the border and you've done nothing wrong, but you just feel guilty. So this is, if you're guilty, don't do this because you don't deserve, you don't deserve this trick. Right. But if you, if you're innocent, but you feel guilty when people are like searching your shit, have a drink with a straw in it because you can't look guilty if you're drinking through a straw. <laughs> what? I literally, so the day I, I've, I've had my car searched twice. Once I was with my daughter, I went over the river. I wasn't over very long and they didn't like that. So they ended up searching my car. Like they didn't like gut it, but they opened it up and they just looked under the seats and they opened up the knife and, and open just, everything. Yeah. They, like waving nothing, it in front of the kid. Yeah. Nothing like that. But then it was just kind of like, whatever we sat off to the side, they looked and they're like, okay, you're free to go. You, you, the, all we found is exactly what you said we would find. So that was fine. Whatever. The next time it was literally right after I went to, um, or it was right after like the day after Trump declared the, uh, the trade agreement, right. all that. All that yeah, the new one or whatever. So yeah. we had the whole trade war thing going and I went over the next day. And so they were just checking everybody like brutally. And they had one of those little things. So I had a drink with a, uh, like I had like a McDonald's pop. And so I took that out of the car with me and they're doing this thing. And I just walked up to them. I'm drinking from my straw. And I'm like, Hey guys, so what's going on? It was like, did I, did I do something yeah, wrong? And that's when blah, they blah, plant blah. the drugs on you. And they were just like, and I was like, but you can't like, you're drinking through a straw. It's like having a lollipop. There's no looking like a guilty person. Oh yeah. Sure. You're not looking yeah. a lollipop standing next to like the school. Golly, mister. Well, no, that's again, it's context. <laughs> right. If you're in front of think it's strange that you're some weird guy with yeah. these kids licking a lollipop no, when you go across the border. I didn't say all weird. kids like I said me licking a lollipop. <laughs> I know I said around kids yes. being all weird. Yeah, but I wouldn't be around kids in this Anyways, okay. But anyway, so yeah, just have the straw, but that's that. But anyway, so I was <laughs> just trust me. Trust me. <laughs> okay, it, if I nothing do, if do. nothing else, it's a I placebo do. and it makes you feel better. <laughs> right. It makes you feel like you're just like, oh, I can't like, I don't look guilty to anybody now. <laughs> but again, if you're guilty admit it and go to jail like a man don't use that technique yeah you just told everybody how to smuggle everything over the board no that's not true that's not true because there's no way because they'd use a cocaine straw and they would get busted coke so yeah they're a little uh yeah can't even suck any drink out of them. they're so they're so high on the meth that there's no way they're gonna be able to put the the meth stuff together but um so anyway so i basically ask we land on Say that you're stand, spending the night in Buffalo Ew. and then just say that the rest is on this itinerary. And then I'd hand the guy my itinerary and then he could see whatever. And he said, just write on it that it's like on the top of it, that it's a surprise for the kids. And he's like, I can't promise that he won't say something. Holy shit, you're going yeah. to Disney. Oh, hey, kids. Di- hey, kids. Disney, huh? <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Like, like, and 
But I'm like, I'm not looking for a guarantee. I'm just looking to do this as right as humanly possible. Right. Okay. Fast forward. So we've landed on that now. I've got the plans are in order. We're not even going till like for two months almost. But uh, I've now got this in order. I feel good about it and whatever. My daughter has to have her Nexus card renewed. So Carrie takes her over to uh, the place, which is a U.S. Customs office, to do all that. And she has to get like fingerprints and all that kind of stuff. And the first thing they ask her, do you have any future travel plans? And she's like, yeah. And like, she's trying to be quiet. She's trying to be, no. (laughs) The things you, the things you don't feel like you can get away with when you're doing that. Right. You start writing something down on a piece of paper. You have a gun drawn or something, right? You like, like, well, no, you could have just said like, yo, like, let me write it down on a piece of paper. Yeah. I can't say it. Yeah. Be like, I can't say it. To Carrie's admission. No, but here's where Abby's smartness comes in because she didn't, she didn't say it. Before Abby found out. Right. So it was basically the fact that Abby had to be sitting right there when this was happening. She's like, yeah, we do have travel plans. Well, when? Oh, end of March. And then Abby was like, oh, are we going to Disney? Oh, my like, God. Yeah. Like, so it was it was wrecked. So, was she happy at least? So of course she was happy. Like, it was, there was no question that there was going to be happiness. But then it was just kind of like, I did all this work to make sure that I could do this, like, in a way that satisfied everybody. And then this guy, like... No real need for that information because we're just renewing a card that's expiring. <laughs> well, guy like, wants to know you're, you're, this is your card yeah. to get over the border. Lots of reasons asking you coming yeah. over. Yeah, well, obviously that's why I'm getting the card. Like that's like, and Carrie that would seem pretty. Admittedly, Carrie said that I probably would have been a little bit of a smoother talker with that situation right. where I probably wouldn't have gotten out. Like I wouldn't have needed to lie. I could have just said, Oh yeah, we've got some stuff. It's in like the pipes, blah, blah, you blah. go like, like, Hey, uh, what are you buying that movie card for? Going to see some movies. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, you, <laughs> oh, no. So I see your credit cards expiring and you've, and you've asked to renew it. Oh, you plan on making purchases later? <laughs> yeah, like... Yes. <laughs> see, and but what I would have said, I would have said that we have plans to hopefully go to Disney later in the year. That would right. have been what I said. They don't need to have your friggin'. What, what like, would you have done when plan. you got to the airport? What do you mean? Like when you got the key, the whole thing goes great. And then you said you were going shopping oh, no. and then you showed no. up at the airport. Because we were waking them up at the hotel and telling them then before uh, we left. So they would have known before we went to the airport. You should have just drugged them and they wake up in yeah. Florida. That was another discussion that took place. Not a serious discussion. Do you but kind of feel relieved that it got ruined? Like no. all of the, I'll tell you why I don't, because I didn't really want to do the surprise in the first place. But then once I finally got on board with it, I was on board. Yeah, like, you're okay. right on board. You drank the like, Kool-Aid. So you I was were like, right on board. and I'm like, so we're going to do this. We're going to do it right. And I started like fucking oceans 11 planning this thing. I was like, we are going to be like this. The, every bit of this is going to be done right. And like write down, oh, I don't, I think, oh yeah, I did tell you this. My travel agent who was helping me plan the whole Disney thing, uh, because I've been really busy at work and stuff. This is one of those Disney places that'll like help book your fast passes and stuff like that. They know all the ins and outs of all that shit. So I get a contact from uh, one of the people there and find out that the one who had originally been with me planning my account had passed away like very suddenly. At Disney. Her name was Carolyn. And so, uh. You know, my condolences uh, to the people at that company and to her family and stuff like that because she was really sweet and she was really helpful when I had her. Uh, I do have somebody new. Her name is Carrie, oddly enough, uh, my my wife's name. Uh, but And she has also been really helpful. She got me a lot of uh, 
fast passes and what got me the fast pass for the millennium falcon and then i decided against it and i switched because i wanted to go i wanted the fast pass for slinky dog dash and i'll explain why i've been looking at the wait times of the rides and slinky dog dash has always been slightly longer that's ridiculous because a it's a roller coaster and b it's more little kids it's like a kid coaster. Yeah, it's it's not really though. It's a bit it's a bit bigger. It's not a huge roller coaster, but it's it's popular because it's new and it's that kind of thing. And I was like, I'm not waiting for that. But I want to wait. Don't even I, go on it. Then. No, well, okay. no, I want to go on it. Because, but I'll use my fast pass to do right. it. Right. And I don't want to. I just don't want to wait two hours to get onto it. But Ugh. I want to. I'm willing to wait in the Star Wars lines because it's going to be all sorts of cool shit to look at. There's apparently like data pads and stuff you can play with on the Millennium Falcon. Like there's all sorts. Of, I'm like, I'll wait forever in that goddamn line if I have to. <laughs> and as I, at least the first time. Um, so. <laughs> So I don't yeah. fucking know what I would. Even if I went to like Super Mario, Super Nintendo Land, and they were yeah. like, "It's gonna be three hours for Mario Kart," I'd be like, "See ya." Yeah, uh, I don't know if I'm standing there for three. Five. Well, when I yeah. go though, I'm buying that fucking Ultra Pass. Yeah, where you just go as many times as you want around yeah. and around. The problem though with those kind of passes is sometimes you'll see the new shit comes out, and it's like, "Oh yeah, this doesn't count for that." Yeah, everything they got there now is working for it. Yeah, well, it is now because nothing's new right yeah, now. Right? But when that new stuff will come out, they'll probably go. Ah, oh, by then, I won't even want to be on that. Yeah. I'll be all revved up for that shit. Yeah, exactly. So, anyway, so that was a lot Christmas to take in. ruined. Yeah. So, yeah, but, but, and then we decided to just, I'm like, I don't want to now, we were going to maybe hold it in for Reese. But I'm like, I'm not going through all that rigmarole now that it's already been half ruined anyways. Right. I'm not going through all that right. shit to maybe get it through. And if it gets ruined on Reese, I'm going to be so mad. Right. So I was just like, no, we're so, just going to tell him. So wait a minute. Mm-hmm. You said all of the work you did. Yes. Meaning calling the border. I did a lot of, like, I'm just mean not just calling the border. I did a lot of, like, planning and, like, all this I kind of shit. I made one like, fucking phone call. Yeah. Put me right no. out. No, I, no, I did a lot saying. of stuff. It's more than I just a phone call. It's yeah. the, everything, right? The, yeah. the planning, the sneaking. The, yeah. And it was everything. No, but it was everything leading up. It was yeah. booking the tickets. It was getting like, you know, I've got, I'm doing all this stuff around them. Do children even like, like deserve this? Any children? Yeah. Your children, why don't you just I beat them? Kids. Well, I do. That's why they get like. That's why they get Disney. That's why they get Disney. <laughs> or no, it's I. I promised them if they. I was like, if you could take me in a fight, I'll take you to Disney. And they won. And they, of course, they won. Like, My God, they got they They're got monsters. that. They got that power that comes from nowhere. Um, but yeah, just pumping them with them steroids. I know, right? Yeah, we bring champions in this house. Reese is that little Hercules kid. Like he's got <laughs> yeah. abs and stuff already. He just like picked me up <laughs> by the throat. Kid, eh? Yeah, there's that's funny that you mentioned it because like all the time at the bottom of the phone when you're mm-hmm. looking at like an article of something, it's like you won't believe what Muscle Kid looks like I now. Know. And you're like, fuck this. And then you're like, wow, he looks like a slightly older version of Muscle Kid <laughs> yeah, with right? fewer muscles. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. It's always that you'll never believe what this person looks like. I think I will. It's yeah. like, you know, unless, number five will shock yeah, you unless they got their face completely removed and replaced with like Bernie Sanders' face. I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, buy it. I said Bernie Sanders, but going into that, I had planned on saying Bernie Mac. <laughs> I don't know what really happened. Yeah, whatever, right? Bernie's a Bernie. I'm man. feeling the burn. Apparently. Burn. Uh, it's chlamydia. <laughs> but I think this is a good, as good a place as any. To live I agree. For tonight. We've covered a lot of stuff. We certainly um, did. Stay tuned for next week. Hell comes to Frogtown. Just a couple more weeks. Our Patreon will be live. Well, our Patreon is live now. You can get on it and 
go to go to town. Do it. But you can but that is when the first content will be dropped is February 20 or February 16th. And yeah, we're really excited to do that. We've we've done um we're into season two, into our uh, records for that right now, and we've been having a lot of fun with it. It's mm, been uh, good show. It's been really good. So I'm well, so happy I never watched anything or read anything about yeah. it. I want to. Uh, I, I keep thinking I want to do Oz. I've already got a name for the Oz one too. Don't if say we, it. If we did, Don't Oz, say it. Save it for it. for this episode then. This episode then. Right when you played the theme, you know, you'd be like, hey, let's do the theme for when we do Oh, Oz. I see. I see. And it's just the sound of dudes butt fucking each other. <laughs> <laughs> but what I was you hear a clink of the I bars, paid, right? Yeah. I paid actual actors from Oz to butt fuck each other. You can hear in the background, it's actually Christopher Maloney yep. and J.K. Simmons busting nuts With inside Adam each other. jerking off and watching. Yeah. Harold Perrineau <laughs> pretending his penis doesn't work. It's all really good. Actually, good he's, stuff. Actually, spoiler alert in Oz, his penis did work, but he it's, couldn't feel it. Yeah. And he had a, a catheter, if that matters to anybody. <laughs> it does. It comes up. It will later. It'll matter to you. Yeah. I don't think there's many catheters in Game of Thrones. We haven't at least come across mm, one yet. Not yet. I've seen so many penises, I definitely know if a catheter was rocking. For sure. All right, guys. We're going to see you next week with Hell Comes to Frogtown. It's a fucking good one. You don't want to miss it i don't Holy i don't say very often it's, please, it's a fucking good one please watch along with us for this one don't don't like miss out on this if you can be sitting at home putting that movie on and putting us on with it please do if, if i had so to recommend one it. like of, of just say hey because it's so fresh in my mind to it it's it's a really good one i would definitely recommend hell comes to frog yeah too. that is among it's it, these ones those are the ones those kind of like the so bad it's good style are always the ones that kind of get me the most revved up while we're watching them. Right. Unless other than the ones that are like Star Wars and things. Or Lord like, of the Rings just, or something. Yeah, like something that I'm yeah. already over the moon for. But like those ones, it's just because you rewatch them and you're like, fuck, it still holds it up. up. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so see it with us next week. Then just count down a little bit longer and we'll be doing some Patreon shit and all that good stuff. So we will see you then. Bye-bye. This has been Miscast Commentary with your hosts, Joe Finley and Todd Murray. Executive producer, Joe Finley. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. Visit www.miscastcommentary.com for all news related to the podcast. Miscast Commentary is a Miscast Media Production.